y'all. This is Jonquel Jones. This is Mike Strong with the Indianapolis Colts. Yo, it's your boy Buddy here. This is Jazz the Kid Chisholm. Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors. And you are logged into 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. You're logged in with 10th Year Seniors. You dig? Wait. I tired, buddy. It's been a long couple of weeks. It's been a long time. No, I just tired for real. Is my audio okay? No. Oh. <laughs> I haven't done this in a while. That's how tired I am. No. <laughs> you know what? Leave it all in. That was perfect. <laughs> Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is the accredited where we bring to you all of the issues we feel like are pertinent for our local sports scene, whether it's here or whether it's abroad. John started the podcast by saying he's tired. The whole 10YS team is tired. It's been a lot going on recently. We had Carifta. We had a lot to do on the production side. We ran Sevens Rugby. And then we got to try to keep our pulse on everything else that's going on. But you are not here to hear us complain. I mean, kind of, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you click the link and we, you press yeah. play, you're going to get us complaining. You're subjected anyway. to what we want to talk about at the time. Pretty much. Because now I can complain. Of course. It's what I do. Like, literally the whole... I feel like the podcasting industry is just about complaining, right? It's complaining about stuff that... Should have happened but didn't happen for Carifta. Stuff that you... <laughs> Don't get... <laughs> See? We'll, we'll get there. It's complaining about stuff that you did with your friends in your private chat groups, and now you just get to broadcast it to everyone. Yeah. So let's start with Carifta. Let's start with John actually made the trip to Jamaica for track and field. I did not. I did not. Because of I don't even know who the who to blame, but before we even get to any of the type of performances, right? So here's what happens. I book my seat. On the well, we, no, no, we need to go before the fact. Where are we starting? We're starting from the beginning. Personally, I didn't have the problem because I was going on Jamaica before just to go. Yeah, 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 just yeah, to yeah. go. So I'm not a part of this, but no. the part was um, we approached people to try to get now on a flight. Right after the team was named. Not even right after the team, before the team was named. Yeah. Right? Saying media, whatever, whatever, right? So anyways, literally... We'll start the part now. We'll take the story over. One say Literally, it's been six hours after the damn trials, and the team has been named. So we posted, and I said, "Now, go do what you got to do." And we were getting the runaround, getting passed off. You ask one person, they say, "Ask someone else." You you get reach that person, they say to ask someone else, and so eventually. Eventually, we get to the point where it's booked, right? So, John is over there. We're making preparations for how we're going to cover this. How are we going to do things differently to stand out from people? We got the plan in place. Like, everything is good and ready to go. I just want you all to know. Boy. (laughs) Boy. If we had everyone there. It's not the flight we wanted, but it was the one that we were getting. So, I was like, cool. So, I get to the airport Friday. I'm waiting around. I'm like, huh. I'm very early because I wanted to be very early for this. And I said, I'm the only person. Half an hour goes by. I'm still the only person. An hour goes by. I'm still the only person. I'm like, hold on. I start asking around, like, does anybody know anything about this? Nobody to Bahamas there knows anything about this. So I try to hit up contacts. You can't reach people. And eventually we find out. That this charter flight just gets canceled. It got canceled. Now, this wasn't just me. This was supposed to be parents on this It was around flight. 20, 25 people, they say, on this flight. About 25 people just 
you just shit out of luck. So apparently people said, oh, they emailed them on Thursday to let them know it wasn't happening. Guess who ain't getting no email? Us. Like, they took our money, but they ain't sent no email. Because if they would have sent an email, we could have made provisions to see, okay. And the crazy thing is, and I know that one of the athlete's parents yeah. who throws a stick very far <laughs> was supposed to be on that flight. Apparently, they told her beforehand, right? And so she had to now make the difference up to go on Caribbean Airlines because it was a direct flight. And from my understanding, people had to help her out because there was a price difference in the ticket. Like, let's put it this way. It was just as expensive to go one way to Jamaica on that flight than the round trip would have cost. And that ain't the one you're leaving. Mm -mm. Like, I'm sure other people weren't able to make that provision and change at the last minute. So there were probably a whole lot of people that were left out like I was. But you wasn't leaving that one. No, you couldn't leave that one. <laughs> you couldn't leave that one or you would never hear the end of it. But anyway, so I had to do what I could to help John out from here. But he was in the trenches by himself and still won. Yeah. Like it wasn't even close. But anyway. this I was like Jamaica. We ain't, <laughs> <laughs> we ain't here to compete though. Let's talk about what actually happened and then we'll weave in some of Best moment. Jamaican experiences. Uh, yeah. Best moment of Karifta was... I messaged um, Keyshawn, and I was like, wait, you throwing 85? He goes, no, nah, I can try to hit 80. I say, so you hit an 85, right? So it was just like, cool, whatever. So we get to the, the track. And, you know, most of the times I don't interact with athletes when they're preparing because preparation is serious. This ain't a time to be like, hey, guy, what's up? You know, yeah. I, I ain't no popular person like that. I am popular. Like, you you are. Like, but I'm not, trying to, yeah, I'm not trying to, to hit the mojo or whatever. So I went and I talked to his coach. And the coach was like, I said, so what's the game plan today? The coach said, one throw. Ooh. One throw. He said he wants one throw and just cut it because pen relays are coming up. That was, that, was, that was the game plan. So make the gold medal throw and then that's it. Sit down. That's it. So anyways, I was at the, um, the long jump, right? And then all of a sudden, the announcer, shame on the... Um, announcers or whoever and even the telecast when homeboy come up to throw all cameras should be on him all Every, eyes all cameras everyone should have been on set everywhere because you have a world leader yeah throwing so all of a sudden i see him starting to run up and i say oh crap so i start i run over you know and literally i was at the 80 meter mark right and i have a big lens anyway so it doesn't even matter like lens envy yeah car remember when he used to have boy that? i don't got that no more anyways when he threw that all you hear is, ooh, because everyone, no one was expecting it. Like, I know we have. But they should have expected it. No, no, no. It. I understand. No, no. I don't know what it is, but no one expected The locals expected it. The Bahamians, locals. But everyone else, I don't think Javelin's one of those things that people follow. The Jamaicans not like, do, though. No, Jamaicans do to a point, but I think Grenada, they have some good um, yeah. Javelin throwers. Guyana has some good ones. Trinidad and Tobago, the history that they have with the, the but, javelin. But they didn't have Keyshawn. They so. didn't have Keyshawn. Boy, but when he let that go, I literally was at the, like, I felt like he got cheated. <laughs> Conspiracy? I felt like he got cheated. Because that thing passed the, eight, like, they had the 80 signs. And I know it's not always accurate, but boy, he passed that by, like, a meter. Conspiracy theory. And I was just like, no way, they robbed him. But he corrupted record, first throw. Corrupted uh, record, national record. And I'm, think, I'm looking at leading. the coach. Throw. I'm like, damn, he was right. 
Because after that, I said, because pretty much the coach said, I said, what happened if he doesn't get 80? Then he's like, he'd probably get one more. Like, real, because he literally sat out. Wait, so he... That he threw one time. He threw twice. Oh, he threw twice. Like that. Twice okay. or three times. It, it wasn't anything like whatever, but he threw the first one. Then he skipped, skip, got to... Just to see if anyone get, else was going to get close get, or beat it. I mean, I, I know no, they this were going the, to. This is the greatest thing before the throw. So you have these kids coming out. They're warming up, right? And these kids are like, whew, about. So one of them hits like 50. One of them hits 60. And then Keyshawn comes out and throws, and he, he's just a light throw, you know, like 55. Like, it wasn't even anything spectacular. And then I go, and I see them trying to, like, out-throw him because they know who he is, even in the warm-ups. And it's just like, boy, don't, don't give him a hard-on with this now, you know? Like, pause. Because at the end of the day, Please. like, Dangerous. the competition here isn't – he doesn't always have it. But, but, boy, when people were trying to outshine him in the – in the warm up, yeah, but I think the I think the thing about throwing events and probably even jumping events too, they have a different mentality because I think you're always competing with yourself. You're always yeah. competing against that mark that you threw before. It's not like you ne- in tra- in track you're next to someone. So if if it's you and somebody else that's got a time close, you right next to them on the track. So yeah. you literally have to push. But you up there by yourself when you throw. I needed so like, that in wind. They had the game plan. We were going to get this one throw, and it Boy, worked. He launched the hell out of that. So we reached our peak moment very early, <laughs> very on, early. on the first day, and then everyone knows what happened after that, 97 to 17. I mean, no, before the 97 to 17. Boy, traditional media houses, you're like, man, boy. <laughs> while we on, while boy. we on the Keyshawn throw, right? Boy. Everyone had, if, if you were keeping up with, what was going on in Krifter. Everyone had one picture of Keyshawn Strawn that they shared. Some people watermarked this one picture. Some, Some people, people took graphics. A, that one picture and made a graphic of it. That picture was ours. That picture was a picture that John took, but everyone felt like somehow they could just have a piece of it. That I wasn't for the Bahamas. Like, if you wanted to be from the Bahamas, that's fine, but you gotta pay for that shit. Yeah, trust me. Fire photo. Fire photo. I mean, this is why I say we won. Yeah, it right. was it's fire photo. And from the jump, I, I had to go up to people and say, but y'all need to take that down. Y'all need to take that down. Some people were trying to fight back. And it's just like, but y'all ain't serious. So I reported them on Facebook. I don't know what happened. But anyways, they got reported. Because I was just like, wait, that's mine. But let me tell you something, and I'm going to go back to this. People always say watermark your photos. A, I hate watermarking my photos. I do. I know my photos. I like the cleanness of the photos. Makes it look ugly. Two, Facebook, there's a share button. Y'all could just share the damn thing. Just share the Copy thing, and right. paste takes a lot longer than sharing. It's so much more difficult. And whenever I see people put our stuff in WhatsApp groups, yeah. I'm always like, y'all could just share just it. Just share like it. <laughs> Three, even though with the WhatsApp groups, I don't mind parents, athletes. Yeah taking the photo and posting it to this stuff because you want them to feel something special to a we, point, right? We put it there for yeah. them. It's kind of the basis of why we even started doing this in the first place. It's like four. These media houses got to get the ass together because they could easily have just come up with an agreement saying, we'll give you X amount for X amount of photos, X, Y, Z. They ain't want to send no one. They won't be cheap. No. When I go on, like, if you stole a picture from me from Thomas A. Robinson Stadium, 
I could be that mad. I could be mad. Which they did. But yeah. That's but, the second yeah, graphic. Yeah, that's the second graphic. <laughs> Go figure. But I will be upset, but I'm not going to be as upset because first of all, when I see it, I can say, oh, they might have taken that photo. But I know my photos, so... But another thing, because we can just drive to Thomas A. Robinson Stadium. Yeah. When we pay to go somewhere to get content, let's nah. let's put it this way. That's different. And so people will wow, know. Wow, we really are turning this into complaining. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to just, it, it's very simple. 10th year seniors funded this trip through 10th year seniors. Yeah. End of story. Nobody helped us on this trip. Nope. This was us taking the initiative. They don't help us on any trip, no. by the way. Like we've been yeah. doing this for a while, and they we we're able do. to budget like event for events throughout the year because we have sense of what the biggest events are and what the what the biggest thing is. But it's just like I travel with basketball. I'm a part of the executive board. But guess what? Because I travel with basketball, everyone gets the content. That's how it works. That's different. I don't, I don't hog the content. Yeah. I've, I've had people from Media House say, "Oh, y'all go hog content, and John go post it on 10. You could look at the history. And I've never posted anything before I posted to BBF. Okay, but... Or a press conference was done. Okay, but my response to that is, so what? Like, I know, I understand. That's the advantage of having someone on the executive yeah. board that's doing the work. So what? Y'all lucky we don't post the shit two days before. <laughs> and anyway. we can if we wanted to. But yes, my whole thing is, I watermark my photos. Don't use my shit. If y'all want to come up with an agreement to pay me, that's great. Yeah. But... The whole purpose of 10th ten, year seniors, 10 wise, is we want to do stuff our way. When you people start paying you to do stuff, they feel like they you need to, to tell yeah, you. To they entirely tell you what to do. Now, we could do our own thing. We built this brand. It's literally, which there were 54 athletes. Mm-hmm. I believe I got a picture of every single athlete yeah. that we did. That was my goal. So, 54 gold medals for me. So, we win. Yeah. So it really wasn't Jamaica that won Carifto. We did. Mm. I mean, if you still add all our medals, we don't reach 90s. We come second, though. Yeah, we come. Well, we we better come second. Hey, that girl from BVI Hall, just holy all right, she crap. Com- she comes second. Oh, is, my God. No, listen, no, no, no. That, her right there, she made the Jamaicans look slow, and I was just like, the, the, that, Hodge, the, the Hodge family, though. Boy. Between her and Walter, we could never beat them. Play. Like we just can't beat the Hodge family, and one's a USVI, one's BVI. Damn Hodges! But if you are Hodge and you from the Virgin, she Islands won Austin any, Sealy, right? Yeah, Austin Sealy. yeah, yeah. When she won that, she made the Jamaicans look slow. Making Jamaicans look slow is just impressive. Also, I just want to say the most impressive, besides um, Keyshawn and Scott breaking the javelin records. By the way, you, I mean you you have to talk about how great the throwing program oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is. No, no. That's blue chip athletics, yeah. right? You got to talk about how great the, the throwing program is because they get to come by here and walk around like none of y'all are as good as us mm-hmm. because this will be do two gold medalists, two record breakers. Everybody bow to us. We're yeah. in tr- we run this right now. But that four by 100 under 20 relay, they ran faster than our golden girls. Like that's how fast they ran that race. Dude, you talking about the the Jamaicans, Jamaicans. Who, who broke the yeah. record? Yeah, because I was on the other side of the track, and the I was, Clayton superstars. Boy, boy, uh, let me say something. <laughs> and I said <laughs> this. Things. I said this with. Um, this is why I said it. I set him up for this. With with now I say, boy, because I said, but good thing ten wires ain't Jamaica, and then now says, but ten wires Jamaica probably tired. Ninety seven posts. Ninety seven. Ninety seven posts. I mean, not ninety seven, but at least all the goal posts. But I mean, it was okay. It was like fifty something. Yeah, so fifty something. They would have been on, a, but the way that the Jamaica media and 
the Jamaican people, John. No, 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 no. The Jamaican people, yes. But I'm talking about, I'm looking at the media aspect, right? Boy, they literally running. And you know, Jamaica has a track around the stadium. They're running up. Picture, picture, picture. I'm like, boy, like, I get it, but it ain't that serious. But it is for them. For them, boy. I, I think that speaks to the difference between, like, Top to bottom, from the top level down, the difference between us and them. Like, you, we talk about the Clayton sisters. They are superstars in high school. Mm-hmm. They're superstars in the country in high school. Like, for as great as Keyshawn Strawn is, the best in the world at, was he, at what he does, he would walk around here and people do not know who he is. He could walk anywhere. And people yeah. don't know. The average Bahamian does not know who Keyshawn is. They just make, oh, boy, you play ball? That's, that's it. And to be honest, that's really, that's really what it is. Ain't no way you going in Jamaica, no parish where Mm-mm. they don't know them Clayton sisters. They know them big time. Boy, they know them. That's what it is. And so when you have people who... They could be really good, though. Like, I know they're good right now, but I mean, like, just watching their demeanor. But Jamaica has so much of them, you could never I, tell. I understand. Like, I remember but no, no, no. They could be all-time greats. I really believe... Because their demeanor, after they win the race, they, they wasn't even happy. Because they didn't go as fast as they were supposed to. Or because they know this just a stepping stone. They know they could go faster. Clayton's. That's the thing. Like, I saw that, and that's the thing. Like, wait, I feel like they can go faster. Like, it's impressive to see the talent out there. Um, what's disappointing is, I wouldn't say it's the lack of talent we have, but I feel like the performance wasn't... It Okay, we came second. Don't I have an applause thing? That was that was a sarcastic clap. Yeah. John just John just delivered. Listen, man, there's been a whole lot of track people that's upset. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. We, we came second. Anyways, I'm gonna say this. Congratulations coming second. But to me, it's a disappointing result. There has been a lot of old school track people, especially track people that were around In when the, the Bahamas was winning Carifta. When we won two. That are so upset right now. And I had to be on the phone for a long time. Oh, I know I know which one you're talking about. Lives <laughs> in the was, biggest, biggest state of America. I was supposed I was supposed to actually do a podcast with them. That's coming by the yeah. way. I'm gonna do that next week. But they are so upset because people look at this and they see you know, for them, they get to look at the totality of the entire thing, right? They get to look at the last 30, 40 years and wonder what, what, the, happened? Hell ha- what the hell happened. And but that's a question that, I mean, I don't know the answer to it. I'm going to say this. And I said, first of all, thank God they said you only allowed two representatives per country. Because Jamaica would have one, two, three, plenty of them. And that is just reality. Um, we have some talent, but... We just, and I'm not saying we don't develop talent because we could develop track athletes. It's not like it's something new, but I feel that everyone, we're not getting the specialists how we need to get them. Everyone yeah. wants to be a sprinter. Everyone wants to be a 200 meter. Remember when we used to be booked out with quarter milers? Yeah. Like, I, what? Feel, I feel like that's like f- 10 years ago. Yeah, but that's something where in Jamaica, you're sprinters, right? Right. We are known for quarter milers. Yeah. What the hell happened to the program? And I, I need I need to go I need to feel like I need to also jumping. What happened with our jumpers? I maybe maybe no. it goes in ebbs and flows. Maybe he's throwing right now. Throwing is the wave. Um, gotta make a disclaimer and say, listen, I am not a track person. All right, like one hundred percent. Like I write about this stuff. Not a track person. I will simply say this. Right, 
And some people do not like the population argument, but you can't ignore the population argument, okay? There is a reason, like the high school system in the U.S., there's a reason you have like class 1A and 2A and it goes all the way up to 7A. There is a reason that SAC and QC would be great and the smaller schools, even though they may have several athletes popping up here and there that can be elite and win, but they're not going to win in totality. When you have the greater number and... You combine having the greater number with the greater focus on this particular sport. Because we could beat Jamaica in other sports. But Boy, <laughs> talking about beating Jamaica in other sports. So, you know, I know the sports max people. Yeah. One of the kids there was talking about when he played Bahamas in basketball in Guyana with Dominic. And he was just like, "Boy, Bahamas basketball? Yeah. Bahamas basketball killer. Killer. And I say, at least we got something. He's like, man, I remember... That little guard who yeah. MVP. Who's now playing he's pro. Playing, and Look. I told him he's playing pro. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I can see that. And it's just like, that, and that's the region Because thing. they don't focus on that at all. Like, they're getting better in basketball. But yeah. there's, no, there's no cultural emphasis on basketball. The entire cultural emphasis is on track and field for the mm. most part. The and whole the, entire the, thing. The other sports, yes, they do love soccer. Yes, the other sports get their run. But it's not the way track and field is. Mm. And I remember when I was there in 2009 talking to J3A's executives, and they're like, we identify these kids when they're winning these races in primary school, and people invest in them from there. Mm -hmm. Not just hoping you get a part of a track club. They go out of their way to start pumping money into them to make sure they're at practice, to make sure they have sprints. So the feeder system starts early on here, and, and they are fueled by their school track system. We are not. Mm. <laughs> like, it's a reason champs is an international phenomenon. We go to BISS for two schools, and at nationals, nobody actually even cares. Nobody cares about nationals. Nobody cares about nationals. It wasn't always like that. Mm -mm. Like, nationals used to be a big deal before. It's not anymore. So, I mean, it's... I, I think it's an entire holistic cultural approach why we're not as good as them in tracking what happened over the last 30, 40 years. Again, not a track person. I'll tell you, right now in the region, and <laughs> some people might disagree, some people may not want to hear it, but you know what we're known for right now? Basketball. I mean, yeah. No, no, in the re like, but I yeah. mean, like, when people say we Bahamas right now, yeah. they're saying basketball first. Talk your shit. Then they're saying baseball Mm -hmm. They are literally, but look at the difference between us and the rest. Yes, very Americanized sports. So basket, and then they say y'all just happen to have two great track athletes. Yeah, with whatever three, you know. I mean, Stevie, three, three. Stevie, and Shawnee are generational. Let, yeah, let's put it this way: Charlton has the potential to be. Yeah, uh, an Olympic medalist. But right now, those two. Right now, those it. two are carrying the banner and then for I everything. And then I would say they're already looking at Keyshawn next because yeah, no, Keyshawn should. Be, well, he's here. Yeah, not, he's, not even next. He's, he's got here. the under twenty World Championships yeah. coming up. So yeah, no, it, that's what we're known for now. <laughs> uh, not even swimming where we win everything. You know, four uh, people. We're, we're gonna get. We're gonna get to them. But and I, I also want to say that. There's nothing wrong with this. Like, I under, I understand that track is the most important sport to a whole lot of Bahamians, and it's the sport that gets the most attention, gets the most funding, all of that. I get that. But ain't nothing wrong with you not being able to beat a juggernaut. Because you know what? Jamaica track and field, that's a juggernaut. Bahamas swimming, that's a juggernaut. And these other countries can't Just, beat us yeah. either. I want you all to realize that. Like, seven out of the last eight Carifta Swimming Championships 
We won handily. Who beat yeah. us at one time? I think it was Guadalupe who broke yeah. up, who broke up the streak. But right? it, it also was like I think they were home, and it was one of those things. Probably and some janky. Yeah, but, yeah. and janky it wasn't even like by a lot. It was by a couple points. I mean, allegedly, we're protesting. Yeah, still protesting it to this day. But you, while while everyone is lamenting what the track and field team can't do, I feel like you got to be looking at what the swimming program has done almost for the last decade because nobody even comes close like and there are other teams it's not even like one team is coming second to them every time one year it'll be jamaica one year it'll be aruba one year it'll be cayman so like they just kicking everybody's ass up and down no matter who and especially turks and caicos and (laughs) let's get to them because i want to escalate that beef but and and over that time span right because we're talking about eight years you know how many different swimmers have come in and out of the program in eight years and they still been winning so and, and these 36 member teams, they're not even big teams. You have to swim multiple events. So it's like, it's not like you're in track and field, you just take a thrower. And this is why I say, yeah, the population argument is important, but it's not the entire picture because it's the same population. But you know what's crazy? It's where your focus is. It, it is, but the club system runs swimming as well. Yeah. But they seem to be more organized when it comes to the point of swimming. What is what's the difference like that's not a question that i can answer but if you're listening like maybe people can i think that's something that has to be addressed what is the difference between these two programs why is one dominant and why is the other one struggling to i guess hold on to second place in the region we could say but boy they were so happy when we got second and i was just like boy. I, I will say this though I love the energy that Algin and Cargill, Bahamas Aquatics Federation president, had when they came back and had uh, the celebration for both teams. Because he he basically was sticking his chest out like, we are the ones that should be celebrated, all right? Celebrate us first. Because I'll tell you this, like a part of the problem, we started talking about the flights to Jamaica and all that. A part of the reason I couldn't get on one of the earlier ones is because literally everyone was there. Like Everyone was in Jamaica. Contingents of tons of people doing absolutely nothing. And you know what I heard? I heard that last flight back from Jamaica on the Bahamas, they had a bunch of empty seats. Of course it did. Of course it did. Because people left early because they wasn't even really there for that. I mean, that's the story. You know how disappointed, I mean, people are going to be disappointed that Carifta is in the Bahamas next year for track and field. Yeah, because they can't travel they to can't do travel, bullshit. Yeah, they can't travel to go anywhere. So all you could do is go to Thomas A. Thomas Robinson, Robinson Stadium. Robinson Congrats. Stadium. I, bet, I bet you swim and be booked out now, though. I oh, bet yeah, you, yeah, I bet yeah, you yeah, everyone's yeah. going to go to swim in now, though. Well, you heard what Cargo said, if St. Lucia builds if they do, pool. Yeah. Apparently, St. Lucia's pool is our baseball stadium. Mm. That's what I've heard. So we're third in line for that. It was St. Lucia, yeah. and then it was someone else, I think. Martinique? Someone. Anyway, some other country. Anyway, let's put it this way. We might go cover that next time. I mean, I'm I'm leaning towards that being a certainty because, mm-hmm. dog, like all Bahamians, I like winning. Mm-hmm. Like all Bahamians. Let's put it this way. I like being a front runner. Cargo said it, you know, corporate Bahamas needs to step in, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Yes, they win every now, time. Like, how was... How corporate was, Bahamas could also step in with 10 wires to help us go to both Carifta games. Y'all saying FTX. Yeah. Where y'all money go? <laughs> Boy, FTX. I mean, because a lot they of, pay for plenty of government people on them flights. Entire departments was there to chair on about two. Se- they probably wasn't even making all them sessions. To be honest, let's be real. Probably a lot of people that got pictures on one of them bamboo rafts. That's what they really went down. Yeah, they, ain't going they gone up north. Watch no damn 
Canoe <laughs> jerk chicken and patty. Wait, oh, best thing about Jamaica for five dollars, a little less than five, mm-hmm. you get two patties. Oh my god, that can never and the soda in the stadium. This why they better than us. <laughs> this why they better than us. Now it'll be like five. 25 if it was two chicken patties. That's why they better than us. But anyway, let's let's talk about the swimming team again now. And I want to officially escalate this beef with Turks and Caicos because I was having this feeling during rugby, right? But so if you don't know the story by now with Lennon Hamilton, he competed for Turks in CC Can, I think. And Turks and Caicos protested him. He, he's Bahamian. But um, Turks and Caicos protested him competing for the Bahamas at Carifto. That's my thing with Turks, right? Y'all know y'all ain't gonna win this shit. Like y'all had no chance. What? And the Bahamas I think they was, won as many protests as races. The Bahamas was going to win it anyway, whether obviously without him scoring points for the team or not. And they had to go out of their way to be bitches and protest this thing, right? And so, I mean, what Cargill said at the celebration was he swam just as a time trial and still beat the gold medalist. From Turks. So, like, what did y'all really achieve? So, now I feel like we need to escalate this beef. And we need to escalate the beef with Turks and Caicos with everything. Because y'all forget where y'all come from. Literally. Mm -hmm. Like, y'all were a part of us, right? And this is why I was so upset the rugby team let them win. Because henceforth, we need to be crushing them in everything. Like, everything Everything. we compete with TCI just because of Landon Hamilton. I want us to crush them. Here's my thing with that, right? And I'm going to... My biggest concern with that is, first of all, does he have a Turks and Caicos passport, right? If he doesn't, how could you represent a country without proper documentation? And if so, how is Turks and Caicos not in trouble for having a Bahamian swim for them? This doesn't really make sense. But anyways, it really doesn't. But I just feel like it's such a petty thing to do. They get beat, though. It's such a petty thing to do. Like, why are you being petty with this 12-year-old kid? Like, it's not even it's not even like they Jamaica you know who was competing for second place. I hope that this puts the fire in him and he becomes the greatest swimmer in the Bahamas history. I really, I really hope he does. I, I hope, like, he wins a gold medal in the Olympics and says, thank you, Turks and Cages. I want Turks to regret it forever. I, personally, I feel like we should invade. I want to escalate this tension with, I mean... So, do something. Somebody do something. I want to escalate this beef with them with everything. Like, I I mean, of course, we want all things to be done in the spirit of sport. But, I mean, I was hoping the rugby game got a little chippy with Turks and Caicos. Man. As mad, we lose, though. Yeah, we shouldn't have lost that game. We but anyways, we lost. We was dead. We shouldn't have lost. There was no Hodge on the BVI team. I, I can, can tell you that. I cannot wait until the next international competition. I don't care what it is. I want us to play TCI in everything. Everything regional. You when are we playing them in basketball again? I don't know, but why the hell don't we have career to basketball? Why don't we? You know why? They don't want to see us win. Mm-hmm. They don't want us to have something else. Mm-mm. Why we only have... What all we have it in? We have it... We have... Uh, Tracks. Aquatics. Mean. They got, I think, water they, polo. They that's all. Yeah, that's year. all a part of the aquatic thing. I, at one point, they had boxing, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. But anyways, hey, you know what, guys? Let's start this Carifta basketball and baseball because we would kill the English-speaking Caribbean. We won't include the French or Holland or any of those other good countries. Yeah. The um no, but the the Spanish-speaking Caribbean Curacao countries. Isn't in it. They ain't a part of the Curacao's not a part of Caricom. Of Cur- we ain't scared of Curacao. But they ain't a part of it. All right. Fair enough. 
let's 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 get go. That, let's get that too. Then we'll we'll see who be down here. For, Once we build our stadium, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I think we got to aim to have that by the Blue Hills fields that they renovating now because I don't really know what's happening with this type production that would be. <sighs> I don't know. All right. So speaking of production. A reason why John started this by saying we tied. And Boy, we, I tied for real though. We did reference it. Uh, the Bahamas recently hosted the Rugby Sevens qualifiers, where With thirty thousand teams, thirty thousand games <laughs> over the course of two days. Canada won both of them. Um, our team competed for the first time internationally in five years, and we went one and four. I mean, it was tough. Mm-hmm. I just we didn't get the one that I wanted, but yeah. I think we were in the lead in every game though. Not Mexico. No, we were in the lead. We scored we score first. first? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because after that, we uh, taking these more victories. Yeah. <laughs> but we didn't let them score in the second half. Mexico? Yeah. They do all Oh, no, I lied. We, we didn't lead against Cayman. Cayman. Whoa. That let's, was 30 something. Let's go back to this. The that. reason we forgot about the Cayman thing is because, of course, we're in the, the Bahamas. You know what? No, the, John. That, that game doesn't the exist. The game doesn't exist. The game does not exist. There's no There's no. There's uh, no video evidence of, of that game. Because didn't happen. Guess what? The power, power went off. off. Thank you, BPL. <laughs> the power went off, and it went off, and we missed two games. And you know what the crazy thing is? And I'll say this. I wish the power didn't go off. Because you know how much more work it was with the power was off? I know. I know. Like, <laughs> this is what happens with production stuff. You don't have time to think about things. You just got to act. So this was, like, right after I came by from getting lunch for everybody, and John was like, got to go get the generator from by me. And I was like, okay. Listen, we just got to do this, and that's just what it is. Because this is us showcasing the Bahamas to the world, and then your national stadium loses power. (laughs) Exactly. And then then everybody there just shrugs their shoulders like, Yeah, everyone's shrugging their shoulders. I don't work at NSA. I'm on the phone. We need this fixed now. So all of a sudden, I realized it was a three-phase power system. Yeah. And they still had power down below. So I go and I grab the long extension cord I know. And then I grab like 17 more extension cords and I just start powering up everything inside, knowing that there was going to be no internet. Because I was just like, crap, we ain't going to have no internet, but at least we could record the games, tape and upload if we have to. And it's just like, let's put it this way. When the the Rans guy came in, he's like, I'm not upset. I'm not mad. But, and I say, bro, I'm pissed. (laughs) Like, first of all, I don't know if my equipment just blew out. Yeah. Because all this power is gone, right? And we've had that experience before at a billion-dollar hotel. Um, scary hours. Yeah. Listen, anytime power goes off when all your equipment connected, scary yeah. hours. So all of a sudden, I'm there, and I'm running around, running around. And But like you said, the NSA people are just taking the time. Like, yo, this is the funniest part. I told Anton, but I didn't tell you. So I, I'm hustling in with the generator, right? And all of them just standing out there. And I overhear one of them saying... Yeah, that's what John and them need. There's something like that. Not knowing that I'm with you and they're saying like this. Would be, yeah, it's fucking ours. Why y'all? Do, why don't y'all have one here? Well, yeah, why don't you have an inverter to be able to do it? Yes, we have stuff to prepare. This is the complaining podcast. Yeah, we had stuff. I tied and I complained. We had stuff to, to prepare. But at the end of the day, we did. We missed two games. We did the rest of the games. I think it was a great production. We when we got on the jumbotron finally, yeah, I think that upped the the level of the production. Replay is amazing. That's all I know. Like life without replay was was pretty bad when we used to do these things. Yeah, but hey, hopefully if they come back, they hire us again. 
I mean, I think I think we good. I mean, branching out now into a lot of inter- it, you know what's crazy? Like we be getting all of these international contracts, and the local ones are the most difficult ones to come by because of the people who decide who gets those, yep. right? Whether you good at it or not. And I'll put it out there: yes, we get international people all the time. Contact yeah. us; they hire us, yeah, and they pay us. They don't come and try nickel and dime. Say that one again. They pay us. Okay, cool. So, yeah, the whole thing is, it's like, we got to realize as a country, we have people here who could do it. We could actually do it. A lot of things. Like, I'm not saying we're going to be an ESPN broadcast, but nine times, well, eight times out of ten, we could handle the broadcast. Maybe we could beat, like, Bali. I mean, once we get those, like, $10,000 cameras, we, like we, can, sports, we, can, we can get that. We could compete. You know, Sun Sports used to be owned by Fox and all that. So yeah, I know. They, they already had the infrastructure. We could compete with them. I we could get to that level, though, guys. Don't worry about it. All right. Let's switch to the MLB and talk about people that are on that Wait, level. first of all. Oh, shit. <laughs> this, this is the complaining podcast. This is the complaining podcast. You know what? We may have we may have to just change the name, from, I but tired. I tired to the complaining podcast. But I tired. I have complaints. Yeah, I have complaints while I'm tired. Yeah. But, all right. So, coming back from Carifta, mm-hmm. the flight was delayed from Jamaica, right? We had all kind of problems yeah. with Carifta so and flights. The, the flight was delayed and... Lee Van Sands was there, and I was talking to a bunch of college coaches because, you know, once you talk to these college coaches and they find out what you do, they all want to follow you because guess what? They want to see talent. Yeah. So anyways, I'm on the plane, chilling, chilling, and I said, boy, that customs line, because you got to go through, never take it for granted that we have pre-clearance here. I I, I never take it for granted. I never do. You know how important it is? Boy, that is the greatest thing ever. Anyway, so I get to, I'm talking to the Vanderbilt, uh, one of the Vanderbilt coaches, he's from Virgin Islands, not last name Hodge, or else they would have won. Yeah, but um, it was just like, yeah, I'm gonna miss my, I'm gonna miss my flight probably. The second I land and I turn my phone on, I had an email from American Airlines. You're all set with your hotel, and they changed my flight. So I Google the hotel, and it was like three minutes from, five minutes, three five minutes from the airport, and then I said, let me see. Oh, Marlon's a plane, and it's my birthday. Happy birthday, me. So it was just like, all right, Marlins playing. It's a 10-minute drive from the from the hotel. I'm going to go yeah. watch the Marlins play. Jazz, why had to stink it up that day? Yeah. Why they had to put a left-handed pitcher in there in the seventh inning? Don't get me started with Donnie To me, that, that, that is the dumbest thing of all time. This is going to be a complaint of Jazz. Why would you play like more. ass, first of all? Because you did make an error to, to first base, and I was like... And second of all, yeah, Donnie Baseball, stop putting him on the bench. Let him flicking hit. He's I, the only one who can hit. I love to hear uh, Billy Gill on the Levitar show rant about Donnie Baseball. He calls him Donnie T-Ball because he does this and it's like a T-Ball move. It's almost as if he can't read the room properly and realize you have one star. One. You have one star. Who almost hit a cycle the other day, but hey, who's counting? And every time, and it's almost as if, Whenever whenever he does one of these platoon swaps and Jazz comes out because it's a lefty, the next game, he kills it. Yep. As, almost as if to prove a point. And you know how much Jazz loves to prove a point. Like he had to prove a point to that umpire, what's his name, Phil Cuzzy, with the whole t- not giving him the timeout thing. Calm right? yourself. But my, my thing is, Donnie, yes, you're trying to win ball games. I understand what the analytics say, and maybe maybe it's I don't know if this is an analytics decision or if it's an old school baseball guy decision, right? But you, you have <laughs> you have one star. This is not difficult. 
This is you're overthinking it. Yeah. And the thing about it is that the day they did that and they took him out for for Brian De La Cruz struck out on three pitches. Mm-hmm. My thing is this, right? And I'm going to say it's early in the season. You're not really resting people. Like it was a winnable game to a point. Like if Jazz would have got on, base, it was a one run game when yeah. he took Jazz out. If if Jazz gets on base, he could steal bases. He could he could create chaos. But like, in a, in a one run game, right? Who else do you have in that lineup that is more likely to change the game with one swing than Jazz? He up. currently leads the team in home runs. He's near the top of the league in slugging percentage. He was at the top well before the finale yesterday. I think he went like over three. But anyway, he's near the top of the league in slugging percentage. What, four for six against the Braves. Yeah. Yeah. But this everything is, else doesn't count. <laughs> but this this is the point. Like he is clearly the face of your franchise. Like everyone, it's almost as if everyone else knows it, but Donny Baseball. Yeah. Like here's the thing: Jazz is still young. He's still learning. Wait, who? Cares? The Marlins aren't making the playoffs. But how the hell is he going to? This is my thing. If you feel like he's learning and he's let him go. No. I mean, yeah, yeah. Per- let him much. play. Let him face. Let them. him hit. Let him face them. You know what's better? Striking out early in the season than striking out later in the season, or messing up early in the season. Then because that later in the season could mean that playoff spot, and he's used to it. I mean, so what are you gonna do? So Send you- him down to the minors to face lefties. Like he's gotta face the lefties to actually do it. And the thing about it is, I was listening to again. They brought this up on Levitar show. His numbers against lefties is not a dramatic difference. No, it's probably like twenty points at the most. It's not enough of a dramatic difference for you to say I have to take him out every time. I really think it's Donnie Baseball just overthinking it. And after the first time when. Jazz was retweeting all this stuff because the fans were obviously upset. The fans ain't gonna beat us upset about anyone else being taken out of the lineup because he is the person got, that sells. You got an entire state, city, and two countries. <laughs> He's the one that's like, this is not difficult. I didn't to go to a Marlins out. game to watch Jazz go to the bench. That's what I'm saying. You know what? I would have accepted if he messed up and then they put him on the bench for. Defensive purposes. And listen, we don't have a problem admitting 10YS, this is straight up homerism all the time. We're going to root for the Bahamians 100%. That don't mean we wrong. Like, he's literally the best player you have. Mm-hmm. That's it. End of story. Anyway. And he on. was mad because when he got taken out the game, he wasn't in no dugout, I think. No. I think he was in the clubhouse. Why would... Why? Because everyone was, like, watching the game. Not Mr. Chisholm. Why would you be why would you be okay with this, bro? Like at any at any level of any sport you play, I think people realize where they're at. And it's a clear realization, I'm sure it is to him, to the rest of the Marlins, to everybody that this is his time. Yeah. This is his time. Which I think is gonna make him less valuable. Hey, all I'm saying is be careful how you treat your stars on the come up. Because the day of reckoning eventually happens. And yep. if you don't treat them good on the way up, don't expect everything to be the stereotypical beautiful relationship after that arbitration. Free jazz. That's all I'm saying. Just do what you're doing, Marlins. Anyway, jazz is not the only one in the MLB. Of course, huge historic season for Lucius. <laughs> all right. Great first game for Lucius. Yeah, 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 it was a good first game. It was story- this last game was great as well. Storybook ending <laughs> because he threw up on the field. Yeah, hey, listen, I was I was having uh, I was having a conversation about this, and I said, you know what, sports is weird, and this is where PR matters, right? Because he was obviously sick before that, right? But mm. if you just say you sick and you're a late game scratch, 
people look at you sideways and they may start to, you know, mm-hmm. say all kind of things and, you know, maybe calling you Ben Simmons and stuff like that. But if you actually go out there and you literally throw up because you can't get off in time, then they say, you know what? He was really out there trying to give his all for the team. It's just funny how perspective changes based on something as simple as that. But well, I got to get some photos from Anton because... Yeah, they're about to. They're they, about to play. They playing each other this week, so I got a message him. But yeah, no. The thing about Lucius is, it's been a long time we've been waiting on this. Yeah, and he's always been hit by that injury bug. Um, we've been hearing for the longest. He's so close. He's so close. He's so close. And sometimes it's just you need that luck to get that opportunity. And the luck was someone got hurt, and you don't want people to get hurt. But he's showing his value, especially defensively. I always say there's nothing wrong with some luck. Luck gave way to the greatest quarterback we've ever seen taking over the New England Patriots. Yep. That took some luck. So ain't nothing wrong with that. The thing is, like, he's proven he could play at this level. Hitting is different. It's I a work feel in like progress. I feel like you need to get twenty at bats to just get used to to what it is. But let's be real. He put down the the squeeze bun like situational player he's gonna do what the coaches say you know the great thing about him and i think this is going to become i guess the theme for behaving players because right now we we are looked at as this place where you got all these diamonds in the rough right lucius is selling himself as a character as well as a baseball player because like you see the moments that he he's always having some moment that goes viral whether it's him catching the foul ball and dapping up the fans even as simple as him throwing up that was everywhere Mm -hmm. he oh every just about every other game he has a web gem defensively his very first start like that highlight was shared everywhere the one at third where he makes the dive and stop like you're seeing him and He's being recognized by names outside of the Nationals organization. And I think those are the things that help you to stick because baseball in general, it's difficult for them to find names that resonate. And if you always in people's consciousness with social media, you're going to always have a job. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like the Nationals now need to get to the point where I don't know what his contract details are, but I'm assuming it's all assumption. Yeah, I know he could go on the internet and figure it out. Yeah, but I'm we that's, doing that's a little too much. Work. He was picked up. From the Nationals, when he got yeah, waived he by was the Orioles, on waivers right? twice. This so I'm assuming he's on a one year deal. Mm-hmm. This one year deal means it's it's not. I'm not going to say it's make or break, but it's more make. No, I think I think it's okay to say that because we really we were all thinking that headed into the Nationals, right? Because obviously it didn't work out in KC. He gets released and he gets picked up by the Orioles. So I think everyone thought, you know what, this isn't this is an opportunity. This is going to be it here. When the Orioles waved him and then he went to the Nationals, I think that was a wake-up call like, yo, wave twice in one offseason, this one has to be the yeah. one that hits. And well, if this doesn't hit, then... And, mm-hmm. yeah, if he could go de- doing the stuff defensively, because you know you could always put them down the lineup at 8-9. Yeah. And people aren't going to care if you don't hit as much, but if you could play defense, because people... And, he, are, and he's versatile, because you could yeah. play him at several different positions. Third base, shortstop, second base. Even time at center field when he's yeah. uh, with the Royals in spring training. So, yeah, the whole thing is it's... The Nationals are either going to have to extend the contract for him with the risk of him being lost... Because if he gets goes down to the minors, I know the Nationals still own the rights, but then, the, you know, baseball's funny. It is, but, I mean, he's playing behind a 36-year-old shortstop in Alcides Escobar, and he's not hitting the ball either. So, 
I don't think there's, I mean, never say never. Cause like you say, baseball is funny, but I don't think, I don't see Escobar just having such a command on this, that they decide to send Lucius back down. I mean, knock on wood. I hope that shit doesn't happen. Yeah. You just got to hope that he sticks with it, especially, I mean, it was a 10 day injured list. Is he still on the injured list? The, what, the infielder? Who uh, uh, Escobar? No, mm. he's, he's in there. He's playing, but okay. they, they recently, they've been kind of like rotating them. Mm. As long as he plays, he plays. He, as long as he plays and as long as he's in the majors, we got number eight. Let's talk about... Yeah, oh, good. Let's go back to this number eight thing. Oh, yeah, you were, want to complain. You were, really, you were really a stickler about this. All right, so... And I get it. It's very important, right? In 2020, the commissioner of baseball said the Negro League is now considered MLB. I'm not taking anything away from that league. But don't change our history. <laughs> like, that's all I'm saying, like... My thing is, it's to the point where I know the Nationals tweeted saying Lucius is the ninth player, right? Right. I understand he could be the ninth player, whatever, but I really feel it needs to be differentiated to a point because our whole lives we've been going, it's almost like Pluto's not a planet anymore. Like, Pluto's still a planet. Which it wasn't. It's a planet. They took it away? Yeah. Did they give it back? No, they didn't give it back. Oh, so. so but they took it away. Anymore. Yeah, they did. But that's just like giving something up. So that means, first of all, our Bahamian people are doing a bad job with. Oh, with, th- that's what I wanted to get to because with the history history of the bombers, right? Everything's Andre Rogers, Andre Rogers, oh, right? What was the dude's name? Uh, uh, Simmons. Oh, Jesus Oswald, Christ. Oswald, I, something. I feel like we should have had this prepared. Yeah, Oswald so Simmons. Continue I think with her with your his rap. name is. But I'm anyways, my thing is this, right? And I don't want to take anything against the Negro League. Lucius is the eighth player. From the Bombers to ever play in the major leagues. End of story. I'm sorry that I can't include Oswald, I believe his name is, in this list. Because it's just, that just changes everything. That just. They don't even have it on any of these lists. Yeah, they, they have it on the list. You got to go to like Bahamas born baseball MLB players. Is it on baseball reference? Yeah. Armand, Sim- Armand Sampson. Yeah, Armand Sampson. So Armand go. Sampson spent four years in. Uh, no, not four years. Spent nine years in the Negro Leagues. And this was my biggest problem with the whole thing, right? We never learned about never who learned. he is. Nope. Like, and to me, that's an issue with the Bahamas. That's an issue with teaching history. Mm-hmm. I had no idea we had a Bahamian play in the Negro, in Leagues. The Negro I Leagues. I had no idea. We either. didn't learn that until people started saying Lucius was number nine. Because to us, our count... Begins with Andre Rogers. Yeah. Like. Because it wasn't until 2020 or when. It wasn't until Jazz, after Jazz made his debut. Right. The ruling was. But even even so, right? Like outside, outside of whatever the MLB is deciding counts as Bahamians, like us teaching our history. like We should we know should, that though. We should have known that. Like he. They should have been teaching about him in schools. Yeah, the same because way the Negro about Andre Rogers. But the same way in the states, how you knew Negro League players that were, yes, they were good enough to be in the majors, but they had to play in their league because. So that's that's our fault. Like, forget what ML, forget what MLB designates. Yeah, <laughs> forget what MLB designates. Like, we should have been teaching about Armon Samson because I'm around a whole lot of young baseball players. I know ain't none of them know who he is. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like. All right, so we have NBA players, right? Bahamians always gravitate to the top leagues. But let's just say we had someone in the ACB in yeah. Spain, which is 
probably the second best league in the world, winning championships, breaking records. People aren't even gonna rate him. Nah. Yeah. No way. Um, Stocky from from 1962 who used to play for oh, the that's, that's for the Texaco Stars. One particular sports group, boy. Yeah, <laughs> it's, the, it's the absolute worst. All right, but let's let's talk about who, who's going to be next. Whether you call them number nine or number ten. And I think next up is going to be one of the pitchers. I think it's either Tigers prospect Chavez Fernanda or Pirates prospect Tanaj Thomas. I think those two are the next in line when you look at who the next possible Bahamian is to break through. I've always thought Tanaj was on the path earlier, but then uh, you can't even say Chavez. You got to say Fernanda because yeah. there's a bunch of Chavez's. Not not to be confused with Chavez, young yeah. Toronto Blue Jays outfit. But prospect. he's been playing. He's been pitching really well. So yeah, and he was up in the, uh, Tanaj just got called up to Double A this season, but Chavez ended the, uh, last a. year in yep. Double A. So, but pitching is another one of those funny things where the odds of them, one of them making it, I think, is high because pitchers get hurt so often that yes, people are going to get called up, called up, called up. And they're not going to be called up as a starter. They're going to be called up as a middle reliever. And we hate to call it luck, but baseball is a 162-game season, and that's kind of this is kind of how it works. Yeah. Like, being a pitcher is kind of like being an offensive lineman in the NFL. Like, you know, Running you back. know, you know for a fact yeah. people going down. Yeah. Like, you know they're always going to need arms. And when you in double A, you one step away from, from the MLB. Yeah. Because triple A is usually for injury designation or minor league vets. When you in double A... You're yeah. making the jump from there. That's just what it is. That's like the Cabrera and Dontra Willis did it. But yeah, no, one of them too, I think we'll, we'll see another one in the in the majors this year. And also from the minors, Deshaun Knowles had his second walk-off looking pretty good for uh, the Inland Empire 66s. I always mess that name up. I'm gonna. I'm just saying 66ers. this because I, I got to remember to write about this today. But two walk-offs in like a week span. And he's been going... We have a lot of Bahamians on top 30 prospect lists. But for some... I don't understand how he drops from 8 to 30. Because oh. I, I could tell you how they, they drop. When you had a pandemic. So people didn't see you. Yeah. And then prospects were still being signed. And when those prospects signed... That's true. Look at Reckley. Reckley is in the top 30. Yeah. They... It always seems like the number one and number two prospect sign jump into that top 30 automatically. Yeah. And it's all I mean, yeah, I was just about to say. But Lucius was 24. Any, like, anytime and, and, you have a ranking system, it's all based on who likes the guy. Anyway, let's get to something that's going on right now. The NBA playoffs, DeAndre and the Suns in more trouble than we thought they would be. But. Like we were talking about off mic, dog, when you lose 30 points per game in Devin Booker, it's tough to turn that around. Devin Booker, good, you know. Devin Booker's so good. Dev Devin Booker is a, MV a legitimate MVP candidate. If any team loses a legitimate MVP candidate, it, here's how good Devin Booker shit is. Ain't gonna be sweet. You lose Chris Paul, you can win games. Yeah. You lose Devin Booker, it could be hard to win games. It looks like this because in game four last night, Chris Paul had four. Chris Paul had four points. Almost a Jay Crowder type stat line. I, I think Jay Crowder outscored him. Cameron Payne came off the bench to outscore him. And basically, the Suns team that we saw all year, look at how well they played. Like, you mentioned it. Look at how well they played when Chris Paul went down after the All-Star break. They ain't really much of, a, much of a beat. You lose Devin Booker? I, that's rough. Also, Valanciunas kind of killing Aiden. I mean, when you don't have Devin Booker, 
Yeah. It changes up because now all of a sudden, because that's the whole thing. Aiden shines when he's able to play second role, when he's not being double teamed or he's not the... Right now, who's the main option on that team? If it, if it ain't it, Chris Paul, it, has to, it be, has to be Aiden. Yeah, but I, why is Valanciunas kicking his ass? I mean, it just happens sometimes. You know how sad he must be with flicking Booker gone? Valanciunas had 26 and 15 in game four. Yeah, Giannis had a good game too. I mean, I, I, I'm going to need you to win that matchup with Valanciunas, dog, because to me... But he still I, put up 30 points. He had, 20, he had 23 and 8 in, in, in game four last night. To me, I feel like this is such a big opportunity, and even if they lose with Devin Booker down, right, you know what Aiton's playing for. Aiton's playing for that next contract. Mm-hmm. With Devin Booker not there, this is the time when you have to show up. Like, you have to actually look like a number one option at this point because it's what you have to be. So right now, you ain't even just playing to win this series. You actually are playing for your market value. And I know people may say, well, you can't be thinking about that. you got to look at what you have in front of you right now. No, this is still a business. Yeah, no, people are going to look and say, oh, this is the one time you decide to do bad in the playoffs. This, this is what I'm saying. So you literally can't have bad games right now. You have to outperform anything that you were doing before for the Suns to win. And for you to be maxed out like you want to be. But so if, he's averaging 20.5, 10. Here's my thing. But if you lose that matchup head-to-head oh yeah, head with lose, Valanciunas, yeah, it's then not people are going to say, this can't be my max play. My biggest concern with him is he should be averaging 12, 13 rebounds a game. Yeah. And 12, 13 rebounds a game should be an extra four to six points. And even if you get out-rebounded by Valanciunas, he can't outscore you. Like, you can't. <laughs> Especially not without your leading scorer on the floor. That can't be what it is. And if the Suns do lose this 1-8 matchup, I don't even know what to say about that. I mean, I think he'll be out of there. But Chris well, Paul ain't getting no younger. Yeah, and they gave him plenty of money. Should have drafted Halliburton. <sighs> Boy, Jalen Smith ain't even there no more. Are we done complaining? You got anything else to complain about? That's about it. All right. We done complaining. We'll talk to you all next time.